Welcome to another episode of the one and only Minnesota Sports Podcast. Today, I am joined by Basketball Carter and my boy Zabede. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about the NBA. And I know it's two games in, three games in, but we are going to be talking about our predictions for how this year is going yes. to end up. Before I start, I got to say, my boy Kirk Cousins, I hope that guy recovers quick and soon. The Vikings are looking good right now, and right when they look good, he gets hurt. So that, that hurts for the Vikings. But let's get into the NBA. First topic, beginning of the year playoff predictions. Let's start with playoff teams in the East, let's see if those guys can make the playoffs. What do you think about the East playing out this year? So, and I got this in, in order. Like, this is my, my personal order. Okay. So, top to bottom, one through six, I got the Celtics at one. Um, I got the Bucks at two. The Heat at three. The Cavs at four. 76ers at the five spot. And the Knicks at six. Carter, what do you think about his top six in the East? They straight with the Heat. They straight with the Heat not going to be no three seed. That's ridiculous. And why do you not think that? Because it's the Heat. They're going to be in the playoffs, but, like, the Heat, especially this year, losing all their pieces, I don't I don't think I don't see them being a top three seed in the East. No. The East top heavy to me anyway, and I don't think the Heat one of the top heavy teams. I know they made the finals and all last year, but, like, I don't know. They just always do some fluky stuff every other year, I feel like. Well, my, my whole thing with uh, putting them at three was they did lose a lot of, like, not a lot, just a couple important pieces. They lost Max Shoes. I don't really think, like I was saying earlier, I don't really think Gabe Vincent was as much of a key individual as a lot of people might have thought he was or think he is. But regardless, those pieces, we didn't get those pieces as they are now. We made them into what they were. So regardless of who we, of who, who we have, I feel like just the culture – and the overall like team dynamic that we have, um, I feel like we're always a good team, especially lately. But also last year we were hurt the majority of the year. Like Jimmy Butler was out every other every other game, somebody was out, an important person because of a sickness or something. So if we stay healthy, I can see maybe not third, but I say like that third or fourth spot. But I see us having a way better record than last year. Okay, Carter, what do you have to say about Bede's take on the East? Like, other than the 76ers, or maybe you have something to add about the 76ers, do you see any difference in the top six in the East other than being top-heavy? That's a good That's a good six, actually, but if the Knicks don't make it, probably I'll probably put Brooklyn in there. I'm, I'm thinking more so, like, play-in teams. Because I don't, I can't like my top three. I, I believe I, I, uh, everybody but the Heat. I see it as the top three. I got the Celtics, the Bucks, and actually I got the Sixers. But um, it could either be the Sixers or the um, no, nah, probably the Sixers. Yeah, the Sixers. I don't see the Heat being on top three team. But like, I'm thinking more of playing. Like I said, so I'll say the bottom like five teams to six. 
six through well five through what is it what like ten teams now? Yeah, yeah. I say like five through ten, like a toss up between whoever. But I think the top three, four spots like solidified us. Okay, Zabete, what you got for top six in the West? So I'm gonna give it an order again. So at the one spot, I got the Suns. Then I got the Nuggets. Um, I got the Lakers at three, Warriors at four, Grizzlies at five, and then the Kings at six. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, this is where I have to step in. I think the Timberwolves <laughs> are going to be in the top six, big dog. <laughs> nah, honestly, I, I don't see it. I think right now the Timberwolves have to play a Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards and Gobert on the floor. That big three can be crazy. I think in the first game, they struggled because they couldn't get any ball movement going. But what I love about Ant as a player is that he he becomes what he needs to be. And going into Miami in Minnesota, um, he had seven assists, 19 points, and then Nas Reed was the guy. Like, what I love about the Timberwolves team is that they're so versatile and that they can they can really be scary not only in regular season but going into the playoffs. Like I don't think I don't think people are ready for what the Timberwolves have to offer. But let me switch on to Carter. Do you have what do you think about Zabete's top six? Any differences at all? Well, his top six, it went bad. I ain't gonna lie. It was straight, but um I think just like in the East, the West kind of top heavy too. The top, um, I don't know, probably, probably five is like a lock, and then everything after that is a a toss up. You know what I'm saying? From like six to play in. Yeah. He he had a top. He had a solid um list. I like his list. I I agree with him not having the Tim Wolves in the top. You know what I'm saying? The top six. <laughs> the Wolves. I don't know. And not to be a hater. Honestly though, I think like I think they could make some noise, but like I don't know. I just gotta get him like another year or two. Ah, uh, I mean Gobert's getting older, so it's yeah. I think this is the best year for it. I think they just need a full year of of good health on their side for it to make it work because Cat only played like 29 games last year. So I, I think it just takes chemistry and time together. Give give who another year at or or the the duo you guys got just the just the Timberwolves as a whole because I think what the the good thing about Cat being hurt last year was that Ant really got to shine and I think in the first two games of the season it showed like okay Ant can be efficient no matter what but it really starts with how he handles the ball. In the first game, I think he had like one or two assists and they lost by like three. And then the second game when they played against the Heat without Jimmy Butler, all right, he had seven assists and they blew him out by 29. So it it really, the biggest part of the Wolves as a whole is ball movement and it starts with Ant. You got Mike Conley, he's... He's getting into the veteran years, and he's not the the number one. Cat is a is a power forward, but most most definitely a center. It, it all is up to Ant when he gets the ball. So I think uh, I'm not gonna lie. I do like Anthony Edwards. I like the, the comparisons he gets to uh, Dwayne Wade, but 
I think they they need to make a decision. And I don't know how much you would like this opinion that I have, but I think they got to pick one person, either Cat or Anthony Towns, because I, I just I don't see that duo right now of, of Rudy Gobert and, and Carl Anthony Towns working. Um, I know, uh, like Carter said, they only played a couple games, like twenty something or whatever, together. But I still, I just don't really see it. I don't really see that that meshing. So I feel like they should go with the younger option, the better option, in my opinion. I think they should go with Anthony Edwards, but. Until they make that decision, I don't really see them doing any type of noise. Okay. Oh, let me step in. I'm like to disagree with that. Now I feel like if they do do something like that, they gonna mess up their whole team. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, the 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 way the league going, um, as you can see, just in Boston, you don't really gotta choose no star. You can still build a championship team around your two highest played, high paid best players. You know what I'm saying with Tatum and Brown, and they still got a championship roster. Now, don't get me wrong; it's gonna be a little harder. But I feel like if they keep at uh, keep Cat and they keep Ant, like, why not? Y'all draft them, they homegrown, and they're going to be two stars in the league. If not, you know what I'm saying? They're already stars in the league. Cat, a generational talent. Ant, a generational talent. Like, why would you get rid of either one of them? Exactly. If it ain't for, like, if it ain't for something like a Wimbayama, you know what I'm saying? Something like a bet potential. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I, I totally so, agree with you because it's, bro, those guys are homegrown. They were drafted. And why get rid of why get rid of those guys when they were drafted and like they're they're getting accustomed to the to the town, you know? So Carter, what do you got? What's up? No, nah, my thing is is I, I understand where both of you are coming from. I feel like the situation in Boston is completely different. Um, because I think you guys both know how I feel about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I think Jalen Brown is better, which is a super hot take. Jalen Brown's better, but not better in, in, in like a superstar aspect. Even better. Yeah, but and what I'm about to say, I I just feel like every time it really comes down to it, I just don't see Jason Tatum really like as much as he wants to aspire to be like Kobe and and do all these things like Kobe and and Kobe was his mentor, whatever he was. I just don't really see that same type of like aggression. I guess you would say like that mentality to like. Okay, this is this is my team, this is my game. I'm gonna close it out. I just don't really see that from him. So I uh, I don't know. So I feel like the situation with both teams is different, but I I, I don't know. Carter, what do you got to react to? It's just I, I, that's what I like to call the Bayday talk. So I just let him talk about that. But it's like, um, <laughs> and all honestly, no, he he got a point though. I can see where he's coming from, but Jalen Brown is not better than Jason Tatum. Like he will not be better than Jason Tatum ever if he ain't there yet. He's been in the league longer. You know who team that is. And it's like, bro, it, you know, it, it just is what it is. Now, I feel like Jalen Brown, they got the potential to be like, he got a potential to be a, a notch under him, in which he already is. But I feel like where they at now, it, it won't change, bro, as far as like skills. It's like, what can Jalen Brown add to his game that's going to make him better? Because he does everything solid. The problem with Jalen Brown is consistency. And I'm going to say the same thing about Jason Tatum. But the thing about it is, I just, I just would trust Tatum more in that, in that aspect. Of it. That's just me personally. I think I'm a little biased though. Okay, well, let's, uh, let, let's move into the playing teams. Abede, what do you got for the playing team teams in the East and the West? And we'll, we'll react to that. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go East first. Um, I don't really, I have it in some type of order, but the playing teams are always. You could put in the six, the six seed in there too, but usually the seven. That's what the whole playing, uh teams were four is that usually the, the seven through 10 
they're like a game or two apart. So this isn't really in like a solidified order. But for the East, I got the Pacers, the Nets, the Bulls, and the Magic. I know they were horrible last year, but I got the Magic in there. And then for the West, I got the Pelicans. Um, if they could stay healthy with, with Zion, I think they're a really good team with Zion. But the Pelicans, the Clippers, the Mavs, and then the, the Timberwolves. Again, it's in no order, so don't think I'm I'm disrespecting your team by putting them at You're 10. definitely disrespecting my team for being in the playoffs. <laughs> but, wow, that, that is tough. Uh, Carter, uh, let, let's get into the East playing team teams. He said the Pacers, Nets, Bulls, Magic. Do you think any of these teams could be a top six seed? The Nets or the Bulls, possibly. Yeah, possibly, really, but... it really depends on the division, I think, for, for the Bulls. But the Nets, I think – it really depends on how they they mesh in the system that they have. Like they have a lot of solid players, and I think this is another big year for Ben Simmons. What do you think about this whole playing team situation? Do you think oh no, I like his other three though. But the Magic, I, I I see them having. I say they need probably like three more years, four more years. Three? They got a lot of young talent over there. They got a lot of young talent. I like Paolo Bancaro. Uh, I like the yeah, little brown picked up. Um, I, I've been a Cole Anthony fan since high school. Probably he ain't really making too much noise, but he's solid. He just signed an extension over there in Orlando. Um, but I, I honestly feel like I think the the Pistons would be better than the Magic. Honestly, that's just a hot take too. That's ooh, a hot take. Ooh. I ain't gonna lie. But uh, I, I don't know. I like the I like the young talent out in Detroit right now. Um, no, nah, that's pretty much it though. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything about the Hawks? I don't think nah, the Hawks are going to do nothing. Yeah, I, I, they're going to go think... as far as, like, Trey Young going to do his own thing. He'll have a great numbers, but I don't feel like that supporting cast is going to get it done. DeJounte Murray is not a bad man. He's not. Yeah, okay. I mean, he, he puts up the numbers. Don't matter. It don't Numbers ain't always equating to win, so I don't really care about the numbers, though. Okay. Before we move on to the West, like, do you have anything to add with what Carter said? In defending your your part of the magic or the bulls, yeah. So the thing with the magic is, I, I know that's like a, a super, like I, I feel like a lot of people probably wouldn't even consider them. I just think, uh, uh, Paulo Bank Bancaro, he has, I really like his game. I I personally really like his game. He's big. He, he's he's like fundamental. He's solid. I I don't really see him shooting. You get me a million threes. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I like his game. I think he has the potential to be really good. Um, whether this is gonna be the year he blows up or not, I'm not sure. But I just feel like that team with their with their pieces, they got good shooters, um, good pieces. I think if Markel Folds too could could finally some way, somehow, like become a fraction of the player that people thought he was gonna be, um, I think they can they can squeeze it in there. Okay. And then with the Bulls, um, so with the Bulls, I would have had them higher if uh you know the the greatest point guard of all time, Lonzo, was healthy. Uh, <laughs> but without him there, though, I, I they're a solid team. I like them. I like them. I know they uh, I think the the Heat we took them out last year, but they're a solid team. I like their their pieces. Zach Levine, Alex Caruso, yeah. uh, Demar Derozan is solid. So I think they might even get higher. You get me? They might be like a, a dark horse team, but I think I think they're for sure gonna be in the two. Yeah, uh, with, with what you said, I think with the playing teams that you gave, it really deter it's really determined by how these teams mesh. Because I honestly, the Paker, the Pacers have two All Stars in Hal Burton and Evan Turner, 
the Nets, like they're such a well-rounded team that they could, they really could be a, honestly a top, top five team if they mesh well. The Bulls, if if they just had that point guard, and then the Magic, uh, they they are really reliant on their young players. There's really no better in presence on them, but the Magic, they can do that. Um, let let's go into your your West predictions: the Pels, Clippers, Mavericks, and the Wolves. Um, let let's go into. Carter, what do you think about about those teams in the play-in that Zabede put in? Do you think any of them can go top six? Yeah, I, I'm gonna say the Clippers or the Wolves. Clippers or the Wolves, like what really? Either the two can, yeah, either the two can be a top six seed, depending on like that's barring injuries. You know what I'm saying? Nobody getting hurt. I feel like the Clippers can honestly be a top. The Clippers they could be a top four seed. The Wolves, they could be a top four seed. It's like on any given night, they got players in which they, they can get the job done. It's just a matter of are they gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of not a lot of teams got that. And then I feel like with the um with the Clippers, like I said, with injuries and stuff, uh Kawhi, Kawhi really that guy. I'm not a big Kawhi fan. My little brother is, but Kawhi really he he decent. He better than I thought he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh I, I kind of underrated him. He's straight. When he actually playing, he put up good numbers. He's very efficient, and he a good defender. I like that he played both sides of the ball. And then I feel like, to a lesser degree, what he doing, Paul George can do. But I feel like Paul George has got a bigger bag, so he a better scorer than um, Kawhi. Personally, that's what I feel like. He a little more athletic, too, but Kawhi a better defender. But them two, and then they got Russ back on that veteran minimum. That's a great pickup. I don't care what nobody say. Go Russ. You know what I'm saying? Big Brody over here. And then um, they got a nice supporting cast. I like Bone Highland. I like they – uh. Bigs, but the thing about they bigs is they bigs can't really move their feet and Zubak and um Plumley. So I ain't I ain't the biggest on them, but they two big bodies you could throw if they were to go against a, a, a like a Nuggets, you know what I'm saying, or like the Wolves with they big seven footers, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So I like the Clippers or the Wolves. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. You didn't say anything about the Pelicans. Do you think Zion's so, gonna? You think Zion's gonna be able to make a big enough splash to bring the Pelicans into the top six? Possibly. But um, like I said, it's barring injury. You never know what's gonna happen with the injuries. Now I think the Pelicans. I'm a big Brandon Ingram fan, so I feel like they got the talent too. Them and then my other sleeper is the uh the Thunder, bro. The Thunder. Mm -hmm. I'm higher on the Thunder right now than I am on the Pelicans, and I'm a big Pelicans fan. Well, not Pelicans, but I'm an Ingram fan, so I'm gonna say the Thunder. Though that's my dark horse in the uh, West. Okay, okay, and honestly, we cannot go through a podcast without mentioning the name Victor Weminyama. Will he be able to lead this Spurs team into play-in contention? Zabeli, let's start with you. Real quick, I know it's not in the in the agenda or whatever, but I just want to say uh, LeBron tied up the game and uh, it went to overtime. So LeBron. that's for you since you wanted to talk before we started. But uh, LeBron. So back to uh, one, one Benyama. Um, I'm not a fan of him. I'm not. Uh, I guess you could say I'm I'm sort of a hater on him. I think he will get uh the recognition in a way because this guy has one single block in the game and they want to say, oh, we, we told you guys, we told you guys. Like, he'll have a, a regular game, nothing crazy, and people still, like, I feel like they're setting him up to not be able to fail regardless of what type of season he has. But I don't I don't see them making the plan uh, this season. 
just because it is it is his first year. I think they all have to get um acclimated. The Spurs, they had a bunch of nobodies um last year playing good. Um, so I'm not really sure if that's because they themselves are good players or the team was just bad and they were able to do what they wanted. But regardless, I think with such a big name, um, the players that were playing well last year, uh, it'll just take some time to get used to it. So new environments, a new league, because the, the way they play in Europe is different. So I don't see them making it this year. But right. there is a potential maybe next year in a couple of years. But this year, nah, I don't think so. All right, Carly, do you have anything to add on the Women Yana, Women Yama series? Uh, I like what he said. I like the text he took. Um, I ain't no hater. No, I feel like Wimby, Wimby is like a unicorn. If I was watching him play, bro, and I was like, it's just weird watching the dude that big moving like that, bro. Like, it's crazy. Now, I feel like in order for the Spurs to utilize and capitalize on him and unlock his full potential, they need Pop, and I think Pop kind of doing it. He got to allow Wimbyama to just be Wimbyama. Let him play basketball how he was playing overseas. Let him adjust to the league as it comes, you know what I'm saying? Because with time and maturity, he's going to just get better and better. And then with the skills, he's going to get grown. He's going to get groomed into something, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to mess well with the league because his play style, he already can do pretty much anything you need him to do. So I don't I don't feel like um, they're a play-in team, but I just hope they don't box him in, like, to being something, you know what I'm saying? Like, a that's a basket or I need you to do this. Or, no, nah, bro, just let him go out there, be Wimby, and then just let him hoop. But um, I don't see them making a play in though. No, in a yeah, couple I, years maybe. Let's uh, let's get into these award predictions. Carter, do you have, do you have a lineup of MVP, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year? I mean, Coach of the Year and uh, Clutch Player of the Year. Do you have any predictions on that? Yeah, I can give you some predictions. Uh, we can go one by one. Just uh, name them off, and I give you my predictions for everything. Right, I ain't MVP. gonna go too in detail. What'd you say? MVP. MVP, uh probably I could see like D Book getting it, or probably like crazy to say, I could see LeBron getting it. I, I don't know. I feel like LeBron gonna get an MVP as old as he is, but like I ain't no, I ain't the biggest Brian fan. And I know Z in here, he a big Brian fan, but I could see Brian getting MVP this year. Okay. And then my dark horse is gonna be uh Shay, Shay Gilgis. Okay. Uh before we continue on that, Zabede, who do you got? I mean, we already know. You got Braun in there because you always got him. Who do you have as your MVP predictions? So um, I, I would say the the easy route, which is LeBron, um, okay. but I'm not going to be biased about it. So honestly, <clears throat> I think we all know MVP is not a, a, a actual most valuable player, the best player. Um, I think it's it's a big popularity contest. Yeah. Um. So I feel like just based off of last season, even though it is this season, but we all know how the league works. Just based off of last season, off of how he's already started the season, I think he had a triple double in the first Jokic. game or, or the second. Yeah, I got a, a Jokic. Just because like the <clears throat> the league is predictable. Um, I don't personally think he should get it. That's just my my opinion on who I think will get it. Um, and then also, what you say? He doesn't even want it for real. Exactly, but he, uh, that's the thing, though. You get me? He did. He he won the ring last year. The whole thing and the the main thing people were arguing last year about him because they were talking about him getting it. He was he was at the the number one spot for a while on the ranking board. Was uh oh he hasn't won anything. He hasn't done it. That's what a lot of people were saying. So I I just feel like because he already won and he started the season off strong, I feel like 
as of right now, he probably has the the like if the power rankings or whatever was to start right now, I feel like he'd be number one. But I also feel like if he finally takes that that actual superstar step and not like a social media, everybody I mean like an actual like superstar step up. Um, I could really see Jason Tatum maybe getting it um if he was to finally take that step up. Okay. I, I see what you mean. And piggybacking off what you said about a popularity contest, I think somebody that has really taken social media in the storm, not just in the past like two, three years that he's been in the league. My boy Ant, that guy is <laughs> getting a lot of of uh social media um presence. Like this guy, he's such a likable guy and if the Wolves really get into the top four, top six, I think Ant is going to be the big reason why. And I think that that's all I have to add into it. My boy Anthony Edwards, hopefully he can do it. Um, Carter, let's go back into rookie of the year. Who do you got for that? I think this one's kind of easy. If you want to say the easy guy, you're going to say, and man, like he said with the MVP popularity contest, it might be Victor Wimayama. But if we being honest, you know, honestly, the way the season go, if it go right, I could see Chet Holmgren winning it. Oh, yeah, I had him. I had him there too. I could see Chet yeah. winning it. Okay. Uh, any anything about like Scoot being being in there, or or is it no. just a two horse no. race where it's Weminyama and Chet Holmgren? Personally, I feel like it's just a two horse race. I don't think Scoot gonna do much. It's gonna be his year getting acclimated. Um, I don't think. Uh, what's his name? Dude that just went to the Hornets, Miller. I don't think he gonna do much either. I feel like Homegrown, uh, Chet and um Wimbayama, they just immediate impacts on their team. That's so significant that you know what I'm saying. They gonna they gonna be the only two in there to talk. Okay, Zabeli, you got anything to add to that? Uh, yeah. So I I obviously uh I'm not really a fan, but I had uh Wimbayama just because of uh. I feel like for some reason, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but I just feel like it, it seems like he just can't do anything wrong. Like, he'll have a regular game, and, and it's just like, we told you guys, we told you guys, like, so I don't know, but uh, I got him. Um, But I also, I put Chet in there, too. Um, He had a good game the other game. I think he had, like, 30, Um, I think, like, a game ago or, or the game before that, but... I think the the year he took off, I don't know he was injured, but the year he took off and and he was able to progress in a way like off the court, get used to the traveling. Um, he probably put in a lot of work in the weight room, which he should have. Um, but then also, I I personally like um the twins, the two twins. I think yeah. they have potential. Um, but they did start. They started off the season kind of slow, but it did just start. So I got them. But then with school, how you brought up school. Um, I think he he could possibly be in there too, but I think it is it is like Carter said, just uh right now. I mean, somebody could blow up, but I think right now it's just a a two person race. Yeah, <clears throat> I like what you said, but just uh, going off those two rookie of the year contenders, you can see how this league is going and is going with uh lanky guys at the four and the five that can do everything chet holmgren and women yama they can they can score they can get rebounds and they can block like everybody's trying to get that Giannis again i mean i can't really see chet being that guy because 
I mean, he just looks like skin and bones right now. He he ain't he doesn't have that that uh that build. But Wemin Yama, I think he he can average like two or three blocks a game, like twenty points a game and ten rebounds a game. It it's it's gonna be a weird year. I think this is the changing of the guard. Like we we don't got no LeBrons, uh, we don't got no no Kobe's. We ain't got no those star star players. What, what were we about to say? I, I don't really. Uh, you said Chet is all skin and bones. I don't really think. Like I don't know what you. Wemiyama think about, ain't too different. It, exactly. I don't know what you think. If, if you think he's just like a little bit more built, if he is, he might have like a couple pounds on him. But he's got the length. The length though, like he's yeah. Seven, but the the, seven, the what, thing seven, with him four, seven three is, seven, is I I always see the the comparisons and the they want to say how you said right like the next Giannis because Giannis was skinny. I've even seen like Joel Embiid. They always show that picture of Joel Embiid and like. And like the the Africa camp or whatever, some yeah. 76ers before he started. But the thing is, first of all, they were way shorter, way shorter. So it's a little bit easier for them to put on muscle because they're shorter. And then two, Giannis himself, he wasn't that skinny. Like he was skinny, but not as skinny as them. Like, like, yeah, there is no way you can make that comparison and be like, if he was to fill out like Giannis O and B, like their body types when they were skinny is way different. Like comparing Chet and, and Wembenyama to Giannis and Embiid and saying they could fill out like them. I don't think that's ever happening. Um, I think they could obviously fill out. They're still young. I think Chet's like 20 or 21. Cause he took that year off and, and Wembenyama might be like 19 or 20, but I don't think they'll ever fill out in that way. And it, it'll hurt their game. They don't really play that way. Um, but Yeah. Yeah, I I get it, man. It's just it, it's it's weird thinking about right now. Um, I think being in the NBA, you have all the the trainers to to fill out your your body, and you know, being a diet and lift the weights. Like they have all that professional help, so that that's cool. But let's move into the last two topics i know we had everything else but i want to go into the six man of the year and the defensive player of the year zabede i want you to go with six man of the year and following that i want to see uh i want to hear carter's perspective defensive player of the year but let's start with six man of the year zabede who you got so with the six man of the year um i'm not gonna lie i left that that little thing empty. Um, I saw a lot of people wanted to, not wanted. They they say what's that dude's name? Uh, quickly, on the, yeah, the, the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah, he came yep. in second last year, and a couple of the names. I feel like the sixth man of the year, though. It's always that award where like it's never really like a. It, it's probably the award that's up for grabs the most, if not one of the most. Um, because you could always have that person just come up out of nowhere. I think the sixth man of the year is. is it's mainly just based off of campaigning, who talks about it the most, who, who like speaks up about how why they feel like they should get it or their their teammate. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of different people um that could be up for that. Okay. Uh Carl, do you got anything to add or do you want to just go straight into uh DPOY? Oh uh, yeah. I don't really got nothing to add for the uh six man. Like I don't really know. Yeah, that ain't really something I really like. 
Yeah, that ain't really something I really know this year. I don't really – yeah, I don't really know this year. And defensive player, you're kind of like the same thing. Uh, It's too early in the year, bro. I don't know. Hey, my boy, Jaden McDaniels about to get that DPOY. Negative. Nah, bro. <laughs> All right, y'all are haters. Y'all are haters. All right, Carla, who you got for DPOY? Drew. Like I said, six man. I don't. I don't really. I don't really know. Like you can ask me like mid season who I feel like playing at a defense player of the year type level, but like right now I don't really have no like early predictions. I don't really know. I don't think Drew Holiday. No, no. Uh -uh. J Triple J. Nah, he, I, think he's I don't even think he should have won it last year, honestly, bro. His numbers were inflated. And he, he is a straight defender. I ain't gonna lie, he's straight. He's decent. He he can move his feet decently for a big. He blocked a lot of shots, but his numbers were inflated last year. I don't think he should have won last year anyway. Uh Mark the Smart? No. <laughs> nah. Zabele, who you got for defensive player of the year? Um, personally, I feel like who should get it, like MVP is a is a different conversation than who will get it. Um, I honestly can see if I'm being serious, depending on how good, and I'm really not trying to be biased, but how good these teams actually do, um, their individual teams, uh, I could really see, like, I feel like AD is a super underrated defender. Everybody knows he's good, but I just feel like they don't talk about it enough. He's on um, the Lakers, bro. Yeah, but I'm saying though, like, like I forgot who it was. I think it was it was Shaq or Charles Barkley, one of those TNT guys. Uh, they said something that's is super true that they were like because Jaron Jackson Jr. got the the defensive player of the year award, it, or it might have been Draymond, but because he got the the defensive player of the year award in 20 years, they're they're gonna say that he was a better defender than AD when he's not. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. So I just personally, I just personally feel like, depending on how good the Lakers are this year, um, if they're able to stay healthy and, and be a above fifty win team, um, he has a the possibility to get it. And somebody else that I know he gets a lot of a lot of praise for his defense by players, um, is Bam. I feel like Bam, depending on how good that he do, he he has a good uh argument. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I get that. Bam takes the heat a lot farther with his defense than people realize. So I definitely get that. Well, I think this is a good place to stop because honestly, with how the NBA season is playing out, it's very unpredictable. It's, it's cool to think about because, you know, the past couple of years, it's been, you know, a two horse race, but now it's, it's unpredictable with how it's going to go. Even the top teams, like, you don't know how they're going to end up with the Bucks, Dame, and Giannis. And then uh, who's who's the West team? Who's the West favorite? I'd probably say repeat. The Nuggets. Everybody's saying. Yeah. So it's like the Nuggets, but I don't think, I don't think that's, like, such a marketable team that, like the uh, media can can put it up like oh yeah Jokic Jamal Murray like they're still they're still the Suns and honestly the Clippers with with PG and Kawhi if they can play like all eighty two games it's it's a toss up of the NBA year we'll just have to see how it goes we'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks 
I think I think it'll be better in midseason so we can really talk about how this season is running and how the teams have been forming. But uh, we just got to say, till next time, peace.